The following presentation is brought to you by the Realm Network. Hey, this is TNA Knockout Gail Kim, and you're listening to the Rough House Podcast. The opinions expressed in the Rough House Podcast do not necessarily reflect those of the WWE, Lucha Underground, Impact Wrestling, Ring of Honor, GFW, are they even still a thing? MCW Pro Wrestling, CZW, Nads Flappy Sack, Marvel Studios, Kellogg's, Frisky's Cat Food, Ted Turner, Jameson Irish Whiskey, Fruit of the Loom, Hershey's, Samsung, Amblin Entertainment, Groundskeeper Willie, or the cast and crew of The Walking Dead. Since the dawn of mankind, those in professional wrestling have turned to the Pro Wrestling Podcast to gain insight into how to do their jobs, how to create angles, develop new characters, and create fiery feuds with which to capture an audience's attention. What better group of individuals than basement dwellers on internet purchased microphones to guide the hand of a multi-million dollar industry? We're proud to present one such podcast courtesy of the Realm Network here at the Rough House where black people and white people watch wrestling and Hispanic people too and all people. Listen, all It'll the gold just fall apart. It's all the gone. gold happens before you hit start. That's, exactly. that's how these things work. Exactly. Hey, everybody. Hi. Uh, welcome. welcome. Yes, the Rough House Podcast back with you. Oh, man. And it's a spooky edition of the Rough. No. Is it, though? I, I, I thought for two seconds about making this the Halloween edition of the podcast. No, that was yesterday. That was yesterday. Yeah. And by the time they listen to this, it'll be. Yeah. Multiple days pass, so yeah, it's uh, yeah, yeah. the ship has sailed. Uh, do you have a eventful Halloween? Uh, not really. I can't say this. Uh, I underestimated the number of kids in my neighborhood. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. as uh, followers of me on Twitter, uh, and uh, that includes you, dear sir, uh, would mm-hmm. note we went full size this year. You bougie, full size motherfucker. Look, man, I, I, it was just a little bit to hopefully go a long way, and uh. Yeah, uh, we had 36 bars because I was thinking one kid gets one bar each, right? Yeah, I mean, you get yeah. to full size. You can't break it in half and say share it with your sister or something. Exactly. And uh, we blew through all 36 of them in about an hour. Oh, so uh, right. I, I definitely underestimated the number of kids that came up in my neighborhood. Now, granted, I don't think most of those kids are actually in my neighborhood. Right, right. Because right. I've never seen these kids in my life. I, yeah. They just show up begging for candy. But hey, look, you, when you live in a townhouse development, I, I guess that's just the way it works. So it's people a good, uh, it's a good spot. Yeah. My uh yeah. my 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 sister takes my niece and nephew to her old neighborhood trick-or-treating just because mm-hmm. of the you know the types of houses and the people who live there and stuff like that. So yeah, that's a common practice. And I remember as a kid, I used to I used to hit up my neighborhood and then I would go to you know a cousin's neighborhood or something oh, like that. Oh yeah, so, yeah, you, yeah. You know, yeah, you yeah. just sort of check off all the neighborhoods over such yeah, a man. period of time. But uh, I, I, I got to be honest, I get really stoked about it, uh, giving out candy on Halloween. Most of it is because for the past, oh God, eight years that I, uh-huh. you know, living alone and living with my now wife and then us getting the house, uh, I buy candy every year, but I was living in right. apartments and fucking no kids would show up. Yeah, apartment apartment life isn't uh, isn't conducive for, for uh, trick-or-treating, I've learned. 
which is strange to me. I remember being a kid growing up, you know, I lived with my mom in an apartment and I remember, you know, going through the neighborhood, going from apartment to apartment, getting candy. It was just kind of a thing. I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I lost my video, by the way. So oh. <laughs> I tried to full screen it and I lost everything. <laughs> OK, well, I'll I'll try to, to hold off so, on the visual gags this week. Yeah, please. Uh, yeah. Hold, hold back. Hold, hold back. <laughs> <laughs> Hold back on the nose ghosts and all those, uh, you know, you can flip me off because I won't see it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That, uh, I'm Christoph, so, by the way, and that's Marty. Hi! <laughs> I'm technologi technologically uh, challenged with my five-year-old laptop with a shitty webcam, and we got Mr. Mac over here handing out full-size uh, fucking Hershey bars. So uh, there's a bit of a discrepancy there, but hey, you know, yeah, uh, yeah. the the, the, the the uh, visual cues are, are out the window, but yes. I'll just I'll just I'll just act like you know like like it's normal because <laughs> it is normal. Staring at a blank screen That's for <laughs> for the podcast listener, this is normal. This I'm is staring uh, at a blank screen. This is what I got right here. Is, uh, oh Jesus! That's what I got. I got. I don't even have the interface for for Google Hangouts. But whatever. Here we All are. Right. Yeah, we're we're here. We're queer. Get used to it. Uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, uh, it's a uh, it's a weird week in professional wrestling. Uh, yes. It it started on uh, a, a started bit of out e with a kiss. Yeah, it, I mean, it did. Uh, it started out with a, a, a big push forward and equality for the WWE, and the week is going to wrap up with doing a show. For blood money, for a government that killed a guy, hosted by a racist. It's yeah. gonna be tremendous. Yeah, there's uh there's a little bit of gasoline thrown on the fire. Subtly, they didn't really make a big stink out of it. So that's one I guess if they're gonna do it, you don't wanna put a big stink about having Hulk Hogan come back to host the crown jewels. So you have a show where two of your top guys refuse to travel to, yep. uh, with the aforementioned, uh, murdering government, which they've admitted to that. That's, that's yeah, been, yeah. you know, as, there's as no earlier this there. week. Yeah. As of earlier this week, they've completely like, I, I love that they went through the phases of this again. This is two gentlemen who know dick all about politics, talking Nothing. about politics, but I love how they went through the phases of, we didn't do it. Okay, there was a struggle. Okay, there was a fight. Okay, we did kill him because there was a fight. To look, we just did it. Like, yeah, this was this was planned from Jump Street, and uh, WWE just kind of like, hey, cool, uh, fifty mils, fifty mil. Yeah, and, uh, we're, well, we're we don't want to break our contract. Oh. <laughs> and sure. uh, that is your out. Yeah, uh, but we'll, we'll come back to that, uh, especially because I guess we're going to give predictions on that show. I don't I really fucking don't know. Want to. <laughs> yeah, uh, but hey, the week started <laughs> positively as uh, Evolution hit the WWE Network, the first all-women's pay-per-view by the WWE, yeah. and uh, it was good. I, I, I feel weird saying that. It was, it a was good really show. good. Uh, I, I enjoyed pretty much the entire show. I mean, there were some high points and there were some low points. Yeah. Um, but overall I think it was, uh, it was, it was very successful. Yeah. Uh, I, I would say, uh, it's probably the best main roster show this year, uh, which is crazy to say about the, the, you know, the women's show. I mean, uh, yes, the spectacle of WrestleMania certainly takes the cake and, sure. and that sort of thing. But I, I thought in terms of match quality, I thought this was the best main roster show of the year. Um, 
And it felt like uh, a takeover from Jump Street, complete with the awkward, here's a band doing an intro segment. Uh, <laughs> but it wasn't a takeover. Papa H was not at the controls, uh, even though it definitely felt like one, complete with them it, it you know, turning down the lights and everything. Yeah, but I kind of like that. Um, I like that presentation of it. It kind of it gives it it gives it something. It's different. It's a different feel than than what we're used to. Yeah, it felt very old school in that regard. Um, and uh, in terms of the actual, oh, oh, I've got two Chris's on this video call now. This is getting real weird. I'm back. Okay, double Chris on the show. Am uh, I doubled? No, 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 no. It, it just showed you twice briefly. I just opened uh, the window. Yeah, uh, for, for those listening to the podcast side, uh, we do all of this in Google Hangouts. And uh, basically, uh, it, I can see little thumbnails showing Chris. Uh, and there were two of him for a second there. Uh, anyway. Um, Double the meme. But yeah, okay. So um, the presentation was, I didn't mind the uh, the the musical intro. Um, you know, Nita Street. I didn't mind Nita it. Strauss it just... is great. And um I like Lizzie, Lizzie Hale too, so yeah. that that's fun. Although I at, at the beginning, the uh, the cameraman did spend an, an inordinate amount of time on the drummer R.J. Hale. Uh, I was like, well, dude, uh, maybe not focus on the drummer because this is a women's uh, women's show here. Well, so. hey, that wasn't the most awkward part of the night, and we'll 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 no, get there. Uh, yeah, there there were two that that kind of counted for that one, and I'll just say one of them was the promotion of the Crown Jewel on the show. Yes. We'll talk about the other one later. Um. But yeah, I, I don't know. It, the WWE crowd never really seems to know what to do with a live musical performance. Right. And it always feels a little like, look at us. We're cool. Like it. it yeah, I, I don't know. It, it always comes off a little cheesy. I'd, I'd much rather a really awesome video package to kick off the show. Than, yeah, than that. I, I don't, I, that, that's that's a that's a valid point. I feel like the musical performances work better when it's an entrance and not just a performance. Right. right. Uh, they were, you know, like when the bands play the the wrestlers into WrestleMania and and mm -hmm. stuff like that or even, you know, when uh Code Orange did Alistair Black's theme a couple takeovers ago, yes. which was badass. So yeah, that's that's when it really works cuz you have really something to focus on and it really gets you into it cuz like, oh shit, something awesome's going to happen. And even yeah. I think it was Lizzie Hale did uh, Ember Moon's uh, theme at a takeover as well, too. She so. did. She did. She's been she's been in the uh, the circle for a while, which is good for them. It's good good exposure for the uh, for the kids up from PA there. Yeah, yeah, very 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 cool. Uh, also, I thought it was a little weird to have uh, Nia Strauss in the ring yeah. and then have the rest of the band all the way at the entrance ramp. But you know that that's just being pedantic. The show kicked off <laughs> uh, with the legends versus pseudo legends tag match <laughs> uh, because. Without Alexa, it really was just basically the women from the early 2000s versus the women from the mid 2000s. Yeah, pretty much. Um, and I don't know if Bliss being in the match would have made it that more exciting. It probably would have made it at least a little more exciting. I don't know if better is the word uh, I'd use. But, you know, there were a couple uh, uh shaky transitions and, and moves right. and, and stuff like that in there. Lita doesn't really seem like she's up at uh, at full speed these days. Trish looked pretty good um, yeah, considering yeah. she hasn't really had a match in many, many years. Um, and then, you know, Foxy and Mickey James are, are what they are. They're, they're, they're solid, solid hands in the ring. It's just, mm -hmm. you know, the Alicia Fox missing that uh, breaking up the pin really, really took me out of it. Yeah. Yeah. That and then they showed great. it on a replay. Like, yeah. Why they show the replay of that. 
yeah, not not great. Uh, but I I thought Trish and Lita came off looking about as good as they could. Yeah, I felt like they got maybe a little too much time for that match. Yeah, probably, um, especially compared to some of the matches later on in the show. I mean, uh, looking back on it, and, and I know we're going to talk a little bit more about it. Uh, Tony Storm and uh, Io Shirai getting ten minutes yeah. feels real weird. Yeah. Um, uh, for you know Trish and Lita against Mickey James and Alicia Fox to get about twenty, like that that felt a little much. Um, but you got to look yeah. at their names. I mean, Trish and Lita True. are True. Trish and Lita, and you know as. We'll get, you know, Io Shirai and Tony Storm are two relative unknowns in front of that main WWE crowd. So right, right. The, the crowd excitement was certainly there for Trish and Lita. Um, but yeah, I, I agree. Excuse me. If they could have shaved five minutes off of that and given it to, to Io and Tony, it would have made that match a little bit better than it was. And it, it was a good match to begin with. Yeah. Um, uh, was that the second match or no? Uh, what was the, second? the first match was a tag match. And then the second match was uh, the 20 woman battle Royal. Oh uh, yeah. Which uh, I got to say really enjoyed the iconics during the intro. Yes. Um, I, I thought they were super fun, super funny. Um, they getting tossed out immediately made right. sense given their yeah. characters. Um, the rest of it. I, a lot of people seem to love the battle Royal. I wasn't as in love with it as the rest of wrestling fandom seemed to be. Um, I thought there were some hot moments. Yeah. Uh, I, I thought, you know, seeing Ember and Asuka tear it down again was really awesome. Yes. Uh, but I definitely feel like, you know, I, I know when we talked about this on the Patreon episode, we were just like, ah, what the hell, Ember Moon, in terms of a winner. By the end of that match, I actually really wanted her to win. Yeah. So when Nia won, it really didn't do much for me. It, it was a bit of a letdown. Um, I enjoyed the... Um, uh, Mandy Rose, uh, Sonya Deville team ups, eliminating yep. uh, the bunch of people in there. I enjoy, you know, I loved seeing Alundra Blaze in there. I loved seeing Ivory in there. Um, mm -hmm. Some of those, some of those older heads, and I like the moment when all the um, the, the the new breed circled around the, yeah. the old school. That was that was some fun moment. There were there were some fun stuff in there. Zelina Vega, you know, had her little moments to shine. But yeah, when when it comes down to it. Um, the crowd, especially, and I know myself watching at home and obviously you too, were definitely rooting for Ember by the end of it. Right. Um, but it was, it was, it was a bit of a letdown when Nia won and this is not anything against Nia Jax. Cause I think she's, she's a good character and, and good in the ring, but she just had, she was just champion and had a title exactly. shot. Exactly. So why give her another one right now? Why not give somebody like Ember Moon the push? And why is Tamina inserted in everything right now? <laughs> well, why yeah, why the, is Tamina? Yeah, the, the exactly. Why is Gamora? <laughs> why is Tamina? Yeah. The whole Tamina, Nia Jax thing uh, that's Doesn't still nothing. trying to make fetch happen, and I don't really give a shit. Yeah. Um, and I think it's also kind of weird that they're going – and I. I understand it's because of the nature of how soon the pay-per-views are, but they're going straight from, well, the winner of this battle Royal gets a title shot to, okay. At survivor series, we're doing title versus title. Right. It's, it's just kind of weird that, that that's going to be like this hanging thing for easily the next month and a half. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, well, I mean, the, the next two weeks will take up, you know, all survivor series smack right. talk. And we'll get into that. Cause Holy shit, that match. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, third was Io Shirai and Tony storm in the May young classic final. Um, I don't think this was the instant classic that many people, including myself were hoping for, yeah. uh, but they worked hard. They definitely were in front of a crowd that did not know either one of them. 
Yeah, there were a couple they... sparks in there cheering every now and then. Yeah. And some of the spots did get reactions, but not – no, the crowd was hot most of the night. And it, this was, yeah. unfortunately, the match that it seemed like they were least hot for. Yeah, yeah. I think by the end they started to win him back over. It just was yeah. one of those things where – uh, it, it felt like, you know, if, if the match was structured to have three acts, you know, if someone thinks yeah. about their matches that in depth, which I doubt anyone besides DDP or Randy Savage ever did, uh, as Chris can now see uh, my cat in the video screen uh, attempt to attack a poster. Um, yeah. uh, it, it just felt like they went from act one to act three and that was it. It just it was very, very yeah. quick. And that was it. Uh Still, EO and, and Tony looked really good, and I was really yeah. excited for both of them. My issue with it was them doing it at this pay-per-view. And I understand why they did, because, you know, they wanted to have the finals mean something and be something big on this big stage, and it was. But by doing that, you really took away the charm and what made the May Young Classic, especially this year's, so damn good is right right presentation and then giving them time and um you know just letting them go out there and kill it and they didn't get that uh at evolution so it, it's i'm just kind of disappointed because i wanted more and that's not to say we won't get another match between the two of them yeah i'm, uh, I'm sure like, we will yeah eo shirai has signed and will be sticking around and and tony storm obviously has a very bright future ahead of her in the, in the wwe so but yeah it was just kind of after being so hyped up and watching the the quarterfinals and the semifinals with really really good matches of the May Young Classic, yeah, um, especially those those semifinals. Holy mm -hmm. shit! Mm -hmm. were, yeah, two uh, outstanding matches. Tony um, Mako Satamara was fucking crazy. Just yeah, and, and Rhea Ripley. I am pew, million, <laughs> yeah, million she percent is your speed, sir. Million percent uh, down with. So. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, um, I, but it was one of those matches that felt like both of them had more in the tank, and hopefully we'll get to see them uh, yeah. throw down once again, maybe at a takeover, maybe a WWE proper one of these days. Um, after that, oh, before we go into that, I think it was about this time one of the most awkward moments on commentary happened. Uh, uh, Renee Young took a moment to thank all of the men who made this possible. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I wonder who screamed that in a hurrier. I have no idea, but it was real uncomfortable. Like, I I, I don't get it. I, I mean, it'd be different if, because it got turned into, you know, we want to thank Michael Cole for, you know, taking uh, Renee and, and Beth right. under his wing and, and, and all fine. of that. That's fine. But when it just got turned into a, you know, men too moment, it was real weird. It was, real it was, it was, it was a wee bit awkward and very forced. And I, I kind of did the, oh, okay. That's, yeah. Yeah. It's interesting that had happened, but okay. We'll, we'll, we'll go along with that. Um, yeah. But you know, it's, uh, it's still a men's world. Uh, despite yeah, true, everything true. That, As... uh, that it is. Uh, so they need uh, their backs uh, padded too. So, yeah. you know. Um, for them way to go men you're really really yeah, yeah. tracing uh blazing trails here blazing trails for the ladies uh granted yeah. i i thought for sure there's going to be a point in the show that was like we want to thank stephanie mcmahon for allowing women to have <laughs> this moment we um, want to thank stephanie mcmahon for for uh creating women's wrestling exactly without her yeah. without her yeah. we wait how old is me young hang on <laughs> wait what? yeah yeah exactly um, 
next on the card was the six woman tag uh, Bailey, Sasha, and Natalia versus Riot Squad. I actually really enjoyed this match. I, it was it was fun. I I had a lot of fun with it. I expected it to be just a total snooze fest because usually some combination of that six on Raw is yeah. just completely worthless. It was really fun. I, I had a great time with it. I really enjoyed the Riot Squad. Um, they're a really good team, and I enjoy yeah. watching them work for m- multiple different reasons. It's just the the, the Bailey Sasha Natty in there too. Yeah, like, oh, kind of a weird trio. Uh, okay, let's throw her in on this six person tag. Um, you know, it it was it was good. It was better than the opening tag match for yeah. sure. Um, you know, Sasha didn't really get all the uh, all the distance on her tope and yeah, yeah. Bailey kind of ate shit on her uh, her suicide dive too. Right, so, right. That was, eh, but uh, I, I did enjoy the homage finish though. That was yeah, yeah. That was a nice touch. Again, thanking the men for for everything. <laughs> right, right. Everything that they did. Uh, after that was the NXT Women's Title Match: Kyrie Sane versus Shayna Baszler. Yes. If it were not for the match that followed, uh-huh. hands down, match of the night. I mean, I I, I loved the match, and yeah. I think the reason why it was so enjoyable was, I mean, a Kyrie and Shayna have really good matches against each other. But right. B, it was the most clear, most clean cut heel face match. Yeah. And I think, you know, especially when you compare it to what Tony Storm and Neo Shirai got to do earlier in the night, that gave the crowd something to chew on. It wasn't just here's two women having an athletic contest. It was right. here's this adorable pirate princess and the absolute shit kicking MMA fighter who's going to murder her. And oh, yes. did she ever murder her? <laughs> One of my favorite uh, moments slash photos that will forever rain on yes. is yes. her with the Shayna Blaze Baser just basically holding uh, Kyrie Sane by her elbow on yes. the second turnbuckle as she's dangling over the ring. And the photoshops on Twitter were outstanding of that. Yes. Uh, but yeah, that was that was a great moment. And you know. As they do often in NXT, each match, you know, builds to another and the match, each match uh, references what came before. And they're really good at continuity with that. Yeah. So all the callbacks to the prior matches, uh, even going back to the May Young Classic finals last year. Yeah, um, it all it all kind of came together. You know, if there was a little um, uh, bone to pick, it would be with the distraction uh, with sure, the, sure. the two of the other four horsewomen, but yeah, at the uh, same Justin time, Duke and uh, Marina Shafir, Marina yeah. Shafir, yeah. But you needed a way to kind of introduce them into uh, into the TV land proper, so it, it accomplished that. And you know, I I wouldn't have been mad if um, Kyrie Sane retained, and I'm not mad that Shayna Baszler won. So right, we right. got a good match out of it, and I think uh, you know this maybe could lead to some some interesting things down the wheel now that the these three are together. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like at least based off of, you know, what some people are saying in the back and forth on Twitter, because that's the way you build a feud these days. Um, it looks like we might see the three horsewomen against uh, EO, Kyrie Sane, and maybe uh, Dakota Kai. I feel like there's yeah. one other one or two other women who are sort of vying for that spot. But should I mean, be Asuka. 
Yeah, I mean that'd be amazing. Uh, yeah. I, I'd love to see Oscar in that spot. She's um, doing fuck all the main rosters, right? Exactly. I mean, isn't that kind of what developmental should be? Uh, you know, if you're not doing something, just head down there for a bit. Yeah, keep yourself loose and limber, and then when they have something for you, bounce it back up. But yeah, then again, they've got everyone under the sun to the point where they now have to take over an indie fed to actually give guys work. Uh, <laughs> but we'll get to that. We'll get to that. That was a um, takeover there. Yeah, yeah, up. exactly. Exactly. Uh, that that's just kind of a pure co-op situation. Um, yep. But uh, then after that, we had match of the night, hands down. Uh, Becky Lynch versus Charlotte, last woman standing match for the SmackDown Women's Title. Holy fuck! Uh, yeah. Best women's match in WWE history is is that too much to say? Um, maybe it's definitely top three. Um, you know, you want to put the, uh, the iron woman match between Sasha mm-hmm. and Bailey up there. <clears throat> and, um, what I had another one in the back of my mind is Sasha Bailey at Brooklyn, uh, or maybe one of the Oscar Ember matches or yeah, I was thinking something with Oscar. Was it Ember? Was that her best match? I don't remember. Anyway, uh, it, it's definitely, definitely up there. It was really good. Becky firing on all cylinders plus yeah. some, and Charlotte really brought it too. Um, man, just the 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 character work. There were so many great moments, and you know, just the professionalism of like you know when the table didn't break, they just kept moving with it. They didn't try to redo the spot. Exactly, um, exactly. Uh, you know the the fact, like you said, they didn't redo the spot. The moonsault didn't work, so then she yeah. went up and went for a forward flip. Most people would just try to do the spot again, right? And- I, I it made it feel like a fight. And that's something I don't really find you can say about a lot of women's matches yeah, uh, that, that it, it felt like a fight. Yeah. It felt spontaneous. It felt like a fight. It felt like you know a brawl. Right. But it felt like, you know, they were scratching and crawling to get every advantage on each other. And yeah. I, I absolutely loved it. If <laughs> one thing that I kind of just sat back and shook my head at was the the figure eight with the ladder. Yeah, and I, yeah I was just yeah. like, well, physically, this is this ladder is just an inconvenience. It is adding no <laughs> extra pressure to any limb on either one of these two women. Yeah, but it was a great visual, so I'm going to allow it and not be that asshole with the internet purchase microphone tearing apart uh, the match because it doesn't physically inflict harm on either competitor. It's okay. We got other things we could tear into this week. We got some. We got some bigger fish to fry. Um, yes. but, uh, made a vet Ronda Rousey versus Nick, Nikki Bella, uh, pretty solid match. Um, I, the, the thing, yeah. uh, the, the thing which really hurt it was it had to follow Charlotte versus Becky Lynch. Um, I, I thought yeah. it was a really good match for Ronda. I thought Nikki looked really good. Um, I, I have no complaints and, you know, Ronda going over obviously the appropriate move here. Oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nikki, Nikki being the one to deliver uh, Ronda Rousey her first loss would set the whole women's evolution back about <laughs> four years. So uh, I'm happy that Ronda uh, really uh, was able was able to uh, retain here and, and in commanding fashion. Yeah, she got, you know, she took some heat. Nikki, Nikki works well as a heel. I mean, they spent yeah. most of their days as heels, you know, twin magic and stuff like that. Bree screaming on the outsides, annoying as shit. Um, that was her. <laughs> that was the intention. Um, I just find her insufferable. But, um, but <laughs> that's just my 
that's just my personal taste. I really don't see what Daniel Bryan sees in her, but that's a whole other uh, conversation there. Um, but yeah, I, I, I did enjoy the match. Uh, I'm happy for, for Rousey. She got her extended celebration in the ring. So they had time to, to cart all the women out on the air on there for the big photo op at the end, which was, and don't forget triple was, H. Nice. <laughs> well, of course, triple H was there. Well, that this was, was the second part. appearance. Yeah. Yeah. Out, uh, after the main young classic, which, okay. I think I brought this up last year at the end of the May Young Classic. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Is I know that they're trying to, you know, this whole women's evolution thing is that women are are just like the men, and if not better in certain ways. So, and I am a man; I do have a penis. Um, it it kind of bothers me that they do the flowers and that everybody cries like the crying thing. I understand you're you're overdone with emotion. But the flowers pisses me off. And they've done this a lot throughout NXT. Oh, yeah, he did yeah, it with yeah. Sasha and Bailey. He yeah. did it with Asuka. He's he's done it with all they've done it with a lot of these people. It, it, one, it kind of takes me out of it a little bit. And two, it's just you're kind of reinforcing old stereotypes of 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 oh, women like flowers after they, you know, uh do something special. It just it, it irks yeah. me a little bit. And I don't know yeah. if it should, but it does. Uh, I, I think it's situational. Uh, in the case of the Mae Young Classic, it kind of makes sense to me because it's like, oh, OK, you know, these women competed in a tournament. It, it's no different than like, I don't know, uh, I, I think probably similar things happen in women's sports where it's like, oh, you know, because this was a friendly athletic tournament, you know, here's here's a prize for the winner and here's a prize for second place. You know, when they did it with yeah. Bailey and Sasha, where it was supposed to be this big heated blow off. And it's like, here's the entire roster to applaud for your thing. It's like, no, they right. hate each other. They, that's why yeah. they have this match because they and want. Then they're crying together at the end. Yeah, yeah, it's it's yeah. it's weird. Uh, they they don't really pick and choose their moments. They they just kind of paint yeah. a broad brush with it, and I think that's where it's problematic. But uh, the reason I was mentioning Triple H was he basically murked. I think it was Alicia Fox along the way so he could get into the photo. It's pretty funny to me. Oh, I missed that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did he- <laughs> yeah, he just knocks Foxy out of the way because Papa H has got to get in there. Throw That's one future Hall of Famer. Throw over the finger point. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's, That's future it. Hall of Famer Alicia Fox. If you're asking, uh, if you're asking Michael Cole, <laughs> did you catch that was during the introductions? I did. Um, I did. I was look. Alicia Fox has had a very long and story. Yeah, longest She's, tenured uh, yeah. member of the WWE women's roster or something like that. I mean, I don't know if it's going to be the point where they just run out of women to put in the Hall of Fame. But she mm-hmm. she never really, and this is not against her talents. It's just the way she was kind of presented the whole time. She was never really presented as a dominant force or this legendary sort of competitor. So when I heard that, I kind of chuckled and eye rolled to myself. I was like, oh, okay, all right. When when there's no more room in hell, Alicia Fox yeah. will get into the WWE Hall of Fame. Look, if Jacqueline can be in the Women's Hall of Fame, I kind of feel like Alicia Fox can because I feel like they're of equal footnotey nature. It's basically Jacqueline existed to job disable on a pretty regular basis. Yeah, but she was a multiple time champion, wasn't she? She might have been, but I think again, it was just the idea of, oh, we got to build to the chase for Sable yeah. to win it again. <laughs> God. Oh, yeah. the Sable bomb. Yeah. Ugh. Oh, so bad. Uh, so, oh, uh, that, I'm going to cut go you ahead. off because that reminds me yeah. of something else that annoyed the hell out of me. Yeah, um, so- why saying Sable Bomb really brought it up? Was was Lita's moonsault always called the Lita Salt? I think so. Yes. Was it? 
I don't yeah. remember it being called yeah. that back in the day. Maybe I just didn't care because I was young and super into everything happening. But now it seems really corny. Uh, the thing I say, I will say, I thought was really corny was her fake thong that was built into her. Oh, character. Oh, oh. <laughs> uh, that was hysterical. Basically, just a gigantic spandex tee that was wrapped yeah. around her torso. Um, that was pretty bad. So while this show was happening and women were being celebrated and equality was finally made in the WWE. Yeah. Meanwhile, down in Florida, uh, NXT got a younger brother uh, as we had the first official show of a new era of evolve. And yeah. weirdly enough, it's now developmental developmental. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's uh it's double a. Yeah. <laughs> is yeah it it's, is. it's really weird, but that's where we're at now. Uh, for those who weren't aware uh, evolve, which was basically uh, the project of uh, former ring of honor booker, Gabe Sapolsky uh, after mm -hmm. he left ring of honor, uh, it was basically where guys like Matt Riddle, Keith Lee, uh, Chris Hero, all these guys got the notoriety that brought them into NXT and recently had been featuring more and more NXT talent is now pretty much half filled up with guys from developmental. Um, and not only just performing, but being champions as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Fabian Eichner won the uh, the Evolve World Heavenly title from Shane yeah, Strickland. From, from fucking Swerve. Good Lord. Yeah. Uh, the Doom Patrol lost the tag titles to the Street Profits. Uh, yeah, uh, which is awesome. I like Street Profits. Uh, yeah, I'm, me too. To I'm totally fine with them getting shit to do between their sporadic appearances yeah. on NXT TV. Uh, Dan Matha showed up in the old ECW sit spot where basically he just power bombs a bunch of geeks. Okay. Uh, and uh, Jesse from the May Young Classic, not quite Bailey. Uh, she popped oh, up okay. having a women's match as well. <laughs> uh, but apparently this is the new thing for Evolve because those guys are now all champions. Uh, Cassius Ono is going to be on the next run. Um, Mustafa Ali is going to be on the next run. Yeah. I mean, it all makes sense because Gabe Sapolsky is now like I don't know what his official term is, but it's some sort of creative consultant for NXT. I think he's uh, like fully on staff with NXT, isn't he? Right. But he's still running all the evolution. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, it, it's an interesting and weird time where now you have indie companies that aren't the WWE, but they are the WWE at the same time. Yeah, and you have to imagine that this is going to lead into these surveys that have been going out about adding another tier to the WWE yeah. network. <clears throat> so for an extra five bucks a month, maybe you can get all these Evolve shows live on the network. Mm -hmm. Maybe the back the back catalog is really where uh, yeah, that, that, is, that is, that's is, where the prime stuff is. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, you know, and then Velveteen Dream did shows for him, uh, the one here, uh, the last Evolve show in Baltimore not too long ago. Yeah. So yeah, there's a, there's a, there's a big share there. So I'm, I'm wondering, you know, is, let me ask you, since you're the, uh, you're the big fan of, of the indies and such, would, would you put out an extra five bucks a month for, uh, for Evolve shows on the network? Uh, I think if it's combined with the, the rumored acquisitions of the, the progress shows and ICW out of Ireland, and, um, it seems like they might have something going on with WXW in Germany. Uh, right. yeah. What the hell? That, that sounds fun to me. Uh, to, to be so able to, five to watch the shows. Evolve alone is not 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 worth. No, it not evolve by itself. Uh, okay. I, I it, it's not as appealing a product to me because uh, the crowds tend to be pretty shitty. Um, but that's that's besides the point. Um, 
Well, not if you have NXT stars in there. They're going to get a lot better. That's true. One hopes. One certainly hopes. Um, But yeah, it it feels like we're going to see this sort of idea populated among a bunch of other feds throughout the world. Uh, Because uh, obviously progress has been tied into WWE for some time. Uh, Most of the NXT UK roster comes from progress. Uh, and then they announced that they were sending some NXT guys to WXW's show in Germany. And apparently the WXW school in Germany just had a whole bunch of uh, uh, performance center staff pop up for a guest weekend. So right. this could be years and years ago. There was this rumor that Shane McMahon pitched this idea, which was WWE would set up developmental territories throughout the world. Yeah. And the idea would be. Guys come up, guys go down, guys go from one location to another, and it keeps the roster active, but it keeps the roster fresh. Mm-hmm. We could see a version of that now. I mean, yeah. some people were wondering if that was why uh, Hideo Itami got to go back to pro wrestling Noah. Yeah, Maybe that's going to become WWE Japan or NXT Japan or whatever they want to call it. Uh, it. It's just kind of interesting to see in real time that lower portion of the WWE just grow out. Like the roots yeah. are growing deeper of the tree. Yeah. We, I mean, we've got five brands as is. Yeah. You got Raw and SmackDown, NXT, NXT UK, and uh, 205 Live. So that's yeah. as it is right now, that's five brands. So if you add in NXT Germany in there and NXT Japan, plus Evolve, ICW, Progress, all these other ones. Um, there's That's a, a lot of wrestling. You, you thought it was tough wrestling. to stay on top of things now. I mean, it's <clears> weird <throat> enough that we are on a week where there's, I think somebody said it was like 20 hours of wrestling this week between two pay-per-views oh. and Raw and SmackDown and oh, Smackdown. two episodes of NXT UK this week and 205 Live and... NXT proper. NXT. Yeah. yeah. That's a lot. And that's not to mention two hours of impact, an hour of Lucha Underground, an hour mm-hmm. of Ring of Honor. Yep. Um, a lot of lot, Jesus Christ. That's a that's a lot. Yeah, yeah. But hey, if Raw keeps being the way that it was this week, you got three hours you don't need to worry about off the bat. There, here's a little spoiler for you. I don't worry about it now. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, it's it hard to find so the time. Weird. It, it, it was so weird this week because off of last week, I said, you know, how exciting everything was in in yeah. the fallout of the Roman Reigns news and how WWE is always at their best when they're boxed into a corner. And they gave us one of the most do nothing Raws of the year. And Brock Lesnar's back. Yeah. Yeah. He was there. Uh, Bobby Lashley took the spot of John Cena. So that's fun. Uh, but I, I would like to take a, a moment to applaud both John Cena and Daniel Bryan. Yeah, for sticking yeah. to their guns and uh, and and Robbie, whatever his name was from Barstool, for for getting those scoops. He, uh, he was, yeah, he was the first to uh, to really go with it, and you know, people tentatively picked it up, reporting it as uh, you know, we're hearing rumblings, and dude got his scoops. He he earned himself some cred on these. Um, you know, they kind of. It kind of took the easy way out on Raw. SmackDown, at least we got some payoff and a really good match out of it. Yeah, we did. Between uh, AJ Styles and Daniel Bryan, since Bryan didn't want to make the trip for, you know, untold reasons, but we know what the reasons are. 
Well, I was going to say, uh, according to the Observer this week, uh, it's a mixture of reasons. Right. Not just counting the current political climate, but right. apparently uh, the fact that women are not seen as equals, yeah. with you know obviously his wife, sister in law being prominent professional mm-hmm. wrestlers. Uh, they're anti uh, homosexual stakes there in uh, Saudi Arabia, and the fact that his buddy Sami Zayn just not even allowed in the country due to the racism. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, and- yeah, no, I'm good. And the fact that the last show was a huge propaganda piece, and I'm sure yeah. adding in, you know, I, I I almost said nail in the coffin, but that's in poor taste. Um, it would have been almost as bad as an Undertaker promo talking about. You know, <laughs> there was some there. God, fucking Undertaker, go away, please, God, go fuck away. Yeah. Um, choice of words from that guy uh, on Monday, uh, and I know we're jumping around, but. Yeah, so Brian, Brian's out. We got the match that we were supposed to get on Friday on Tuesday, and yep. they gave it. Uh, I think, I think it, it almost took up almost half the show. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was a real the, good match. The opening though. promo, and then the they probably got ten to fifteen for the match plus the ten of the opening promo. So that's a quarter to uh to you know uh, a third or two of the show so they got a good amount of time to go out there and, and put on the match that i imagine was the one that they had planned for friday did you and i know you did because you read uh uncle dave this is where i read about it some of the other options that they were considering <laughs> for yeah. this aj styles daniel bryan bit the fact that they were thinking about shooting it in a ring uh, surrounded by a green screen yeah so that they could act like it was being performed live in saudi arabia that's the most batshit crazy of ever thing i've ever heard all i could say is all i would want in this five dollar tier of the wwe network they're talking about is give me the raw green screen give us all <laughs> the raw green screen edition I want to just throw that match into middle of movies, in <laughs> awkward viral videos. Like, let's just make this real. Uh, like, let let's take this viral. Let's take yes. chunks of this match and just superimpose it onto everything. Uh, yeah, I I'm saddened we didn't get to see that pan out. I hope that idea is kept in the back. I don't. That's a terrible head. idea. At this point, fuck it. I think it's a better idea than going to the blood money country. I think on a scale of stuff I'd rather see them do. Because I'm just going to say this now, uh, OG538. I don't think I'm watching Friday's show. I don't think I'm going to bother. Yeah. There's there's nothing on prior to everything else. The only thing that was on the card that I was intrigued by was AJ and Daniel Bryan. And they gave it to me. So I'm good. I don't need to watch it. You don't need to see Joe and uh, AJ again? No, because AJ's going to win. Because there's no way they're going to slide the title on. I say this now. There's no yeah. way they're going to slide the title on to Joe you know, on this do-nothing fucking uh, uh, issue-filled house show in front of 25,000 people who probably don't want to be there of their own accord. I, I Yeah, but here's why I think they will. It's because it will get people not talking about all the other bullshit and it'll get people talking about the title change that's going to happen there. Jesus Christ. What I would give for Hulk Hogan to come out and within three minutes just say something like, look, I didn't know they were taping, brother. And just just fucking <laughs> take all the flack like that. That's what we're WWE live. Need. Yeah, that's what WWE WWE needs right now is for Hogan to come out there and just accidentally air quotes say the n-word into a live mic and then they're good no one cares about the blood money show it's all hulk hogan this is what he was brought Mm. back for 
to take one for the team. Yeah, no, that that's that's pretty genius. Yeah, that'll definitely uh, definitely take the place of, of Joey Samoe winning the WWE Championship. <laughs> um, but uh, but so it, it and we're moving along here. So it seems like so we're getting Becky versus uh, Ronda Rousey at Survivor Series. So they're doing the champion yes. versus champion match. Yes. So this leads to some interesting uh, possibilities for Survivor Series. So yep. it'll be either, and this is kind of what I'm thinking. I'm thinking it'll be Braun Strowman, AJ Styles. Although, awesome. yeah, and I'm 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 also all in on a Joey Samoe Braun Strowman match. Um, yeah. Brock Lesnar and AJ Styles had a really good match last year at Survivor Series. Yep, and Brock Lesnar Samoa Joe had a really good match uh, within the past year yep. uh, that was short but really really good. So. Any way it pans out at Crown Drew, um, I'm okay with the implications. That said, uh, I think I stand with most everybody who watches professional wrestling regularly to say that uh, Brock Lesnar as the Universal Champion right now is not the great idea, which is probably what. Yeah, yeah. I, I, unfortunately, I think you're right. I think that that is a possibility of where this is going to land. I hope it doesn't. I, I hope it's Braun. I, I I would love to see AJ Braun. In that same regard, uh, I've heard some people saying it's going to be Nakamura and uh, Seth Rollins, which could be really, really good, depending on which Hell Nakamura yeah. we get. Um, presumably, Right, but presumably if we get work rate knock, uh, it's going to be awesome. If right. we get, uh, you know, do the weird shaky thing and collect my paycheck knock, eh, not going to be as great. <laughs> That does make me wonder, though, what do they do with the tag titles? Because they can't run Seth and Dean against uh, well, either the New Day or the Bar, depending on how things go on Friday. Right. So maybe uh, well, maybe, maybe they uh, – well, I, you know, there were rumors of maybe them vacating the titles and doing some sort of tournament to pay off at Survivor Series, in which yeah. case that frees up both the New Day and the Bar's members to show up on Team Blue – for the uh, Survivor Series five on five, so you know that could uh, you know Sheamus versus Cesaro in a match like that is always good. Or can you imagine Big E being on Team Blue? I'm 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 all in on that. Yeah, yeah, that could be super fun. Do you think we're going to see the big five on five tag this year, or do you think instead it's going to be something like uh, Team Angle versus Team Corbin or something goofy like that? Uh, that's a valid point. You could do both. Yeah, yeah, you I, could. I don't see I don't see why you couldn't. Um, you know, if they're if they're already promoting inter-brand matches so i, I would right. imagine they would have at least one uh to go along with that and a, a woman's one a men's one and maybe team if they're not well what am i saying if there's enough people they have a shit ton of people uh <laughs> enough people to do a team kurt versus team um uh, corbin. corbin well that's the thing because i'm thinking about who you would have in a raw smackdown match and there aren't as many people uh, in the in the ether right now, especially if you're running, say, AJ versus Braun. Okay. Because that already takes those two out. Uh, if you don't have Seth and Nock, okay, that would take those two out. You got so Dean. Then, so you got Dean. Mm -hmm. Who else you got Ross side? Dean, Drifter, Dolph, Dolph, Dolph and uh, McIntyre. Oh, yeah, that's true. Dolph and McIntyre. Um. Uh, we talking the for you got Braun Strowman because we're presuming that Brock Lesnar is going to win. Um, so you've got Braun, you've yeah. got uh, oh, Bobby you, Lashley, of Bobby course. Lashley, you got the Drifter, you got Finn Balor. Um, then, you know, I, 
I would imagine Lashley would be Team Corbin. True. Um, no. Ziggler and McIntyre probably Team Corbin as well. Yeah, I, I, I would. Feel or do you like, save those for the other one if they do it? I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I feel like uh, it, it's a difficult pull either way because if if you do if you do Angle versus Corbin, you know, in this traditional Survivor Series tag, you kind of pull out everybody who would be names for the Raw side. It feels like. Uh, you could throw a tag team or two in there. You could throw AOP or Gable yeah, and yeah, uh, Gable true. and um, uh, the glorious Rude. one. Yeah, yeah. I remember his name because he's left that much of an impact on me. Or the fuck it, Lucha House Party. They got called up. Let's throw them right into the mix. Yeah, you know what? I, you put revival on Team Corbin, and I'm instantly Team Corbin. <laughs> 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 and that's uh, that's kind of where I stand on that. But yeah, there's you know, if you throw in a couple tag teams and you know, dig uh, dig deep a little bit, you know, Ty Dillinger's out, but he's on SmackDown. But Kurt yeah. Hawkins is out with an injury. Apparently, Zach Ryder's somewhere. Yeah, I think he's on Raw. <laughs> Uh, I mean, on yeah, SmackDown so. side, you know, you got Miz, you got Ginger Mahal, Brian, you got oh fucking Ginger Mahal. I forgot about that guy. Yeah. Uh, of course, Easy the first person, first person who Elias has to try to work a match with as a face. Yeah, no. the most doll heel in the company. Um, but at the end of the day, you got Ronda versus Becky. Yep, which is going to be fire. Absolute fucking fire. I mean, the the social media stuff already has been great. Uh, Becky posting the screenshot. Uh, with Ronda Rousey has followed you with she tried. I <laughs> she mean, tried. Uh, the wow. Bex has been crushing it. The Twitter game has been crushing all the ladies talking about all this stuff. She's just, just picking them all off. Just sniping them. Just pachoo, pachoo, yeah, yeah. fucking sniper wolf. Eat your diazepam. This shit is happening. <laughs> just fucking sniping down the corridor there. Metal Gear Solid. Um, Did you so, see yeah. her uh, talking shit to Rhea Ripley? No, she talks shit to Rhea Ripley too. Yeah, Rhea Ripley was trying to trying she, to punch she was up. Tegan Knox. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But she was trying to punch up, uh, and uh, and Becky was basically like, "Oh, do you want an autograph?" <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, <laughs> all day. So, uh, so how, do you, how do you book Rousey Becky right now? Uh, how I would book it, or how, how I think they're it? gonna book it? How would you? Well, one, how would you book it? I would book it to go to a draw. I know that's yeah. shitty, but if you give a good, give enough, good enough match along the way, people yeah. will be into it. Yeah, put a time limit to it. How do I think it's going to go? Nia Jax running. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Either, yeah. either way, if it if it prevents either of them from eating a pin, because uh, they you know they do these un. Uh, they paint themselves into these corner with these, uh, you know, unbookable main events and stuff like that, where neither they're two, you're two top women, obviously, because they're the champions and you don't want either one of them to look weak. And especially with the role that Becky's been on and with all the good publicity and eyes that Rhonda's bringing in, it's a, it's, it's a can't lose for either. So, yeah. you know, and, uh, as long as, like you said, as long as they get a good match up until the portion where Nia Jax rolls in. Okay. I'll, I'll be okay with it. Right. Um, but you know, I just need, I need to get, I need to, I need you to, to just tickle that taint a little bit and make me yeah, happy before, a little bit. Yeah, before he, you know, Nia Jax comes in and then Tamina comes out to stare her down for some fucking reason. Yeah. Um, well, it's because she's not like most girls. <laughs> okay. Is that what it is? Mm -hmm. She's the, the irresistible force. No, she's fucking not. She's the immovable object. You stupid fucking idiots. <laughs> God, it still bothers the shit out of me. But Hey, 
looks like Survivor Series weekend is going to be a good weekend of the, the professional wrestling as we have three matches officially signed for NXT TakeOver War oh, yeah. Games. Yeah, uh, wow. Yeah, uh, yeah. Tommaso Ciampa defending the NXT title against Velveteen Dream. Should be Squee! awesome. Yeah, very excited. Alistair Black throwing down with Johnny Gargano. Should be awesome. Should be great. Yeah. And then holy fucking shit in war games. It's the undisputed era of Adam Cole, Bobby Fish, Kyle O'Reilly, and Roderick Strong against Pete Dunn, Ricochet, and the War Raiders of Hanson and Rowe. I yeah. filled the fucking cup. Holy <laughs> shit. I I really, really love that match on paper. If I am to quibble, because again, this is and that's what we do. Mm-hmm. I like the three team dynamic of war games a little sure, better than two sure. larger teams. That being said, you cannot get two more stacked teams than what they yeah. put together. Yeah. So uh, super stoked for that. I'd imagine we'll also get the uh, rumored Matt Riddle, Cassius Ono bout. Well, that's the thing that's interesting because on NXT, I can't recall if it was NXT TV or uh, one of the Fallout videos they post on YouTube uh, because they just kind of run together in my head. There was uh-huh. a bit with Cassius Ono, Matt Riddle, and Keith Lee. So okay, I'm wondering if they're going to do a three-way, which yes. fucking hell. Yeah, yes. like, give me that. And then I assume we're going to get whatever is the PWG next phase in 2016 of, right now. Right, right. But then I think we're going to get whatever is the next phase of Kyrie Sane and Shayna Baszler. Uh, fucking takeover is going to rule. Like, yeah, yeah. Well, is is there a possibility that uh, that Bianca Belair gets that spot or something, another woman? Um, it's possible. I mean, Kyrie does get a rematch by right, right. contractual um, obligation. I can't recall if everything's taped. I think everything's taped up for the pay-per-view, but I can't recall. Um, there might be another TV taping between now and then because, what, we've still got two, three weeks before TakeOver? Yeah, but it, I guess, no, I think they are taped because they haven't done any of the women's build on at the tapings because obviously they couldn't reveal the finish to oh, yeah, 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 that's right. Evolution. So that's right. um, I read something about them doing, they'll be doing that, uh, behind the scenes or in vignettes and stuff like that, which, you know, it's fine. You know, as long as we get a good match out of it and I'd be fine with another, uh, Kyrie saying Shane and Baszler match. They're yeah. really perfect yin and yang competitors, um, in the ring. believable with what they do. Um, and really get that, that heel, uh, face dynamic going, like you said earlier. So yeah, yeah. uh, war games looking, looking choice looking real nice hey chris can i can i take a moment to be serious on our stupid wrestling podcast oh you absolutely may yeah thanks uh especially because i just looked up and i saw we're like "Eh, about 50 plus minutes in uh i just want to take a moment to say this and I, i felt like i'd be a piece of shit if i didn't take a moment to say this on a public forum like this with you know 538 or less people listening still think it's worth doing uh by the time you hear this we're gonna be what like Four or five days away from being able to vote in the midterm <laughs> election. I wasn't sure where you were going with this. Yeah, so was- <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, don't worry, Christ. bud. Don't worry, bud. My podcast so- life flashed before my eyes. No, 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 no. I'm not. I'm. I'm not pulling a schlegel here. I'm not about to flip out and say I can't do this anymore. Uh, uh, <laughs> got too many cats. But too many cats. Yeah, exactly. Too many damn cats to feed. Uh, that being said, go listen to Justin's interview with Eric Bischoff. Um, <laughs> yes. Anyway. Uh, yeah. Tuesday. Uh, Tuesday is uh, voting, uh, midterm elections, all that fun stuff. You may not necessarily agree with Chris or I politically, but that doesn't change the fact that you should probably go out and vote. Uh, I presume pretty much anyone listening to this podcast, based on the average age of professional wrestling watchers, is at least 18 years old. So Uh just fucking go do the thing. I think voting's 
really fun. I like doing it. It's the only time I feel like I actually have any connection of the bullshit that goes on in this world. So, uh, yeah, please go vote. I'd appreciate it. Thank you. Seconded. <laughs> Co-signed. Retweeted. <laughs> liked. Yeah. And <laughs> shared. Shared to and, your page. <laughs> and then when you do vote, I want you to go ahead and tell us that's at send Ted Cruz on Twitter. Just <laughs> let us know. Let us know how it went and say, you son of a bitch. I knew you were the Zodiac killer. I knew it all along. It's a surefire pop every fucking time you do it. You're a son of a bitch. Glorious. The Rough House Podcast is a weekly podcast. Follow us at Roughhouse SGW on Twitter and Facebook.com slash the Roughhouse Podcast. Become a donor to the Rough House at patreon.com slash the Roughhouse Podcast. And check out our videos at youtube.com backslash channel backslash capital U C E G J two one N lowercase W capital G lowercase K capital P M lowercase L capital D N seven lowercase C three lowercase R lowercase F U V Q. This is the, the rough house, rough podcast. house uh, podcast with Justin and Christoph. That's it. Fuck Christoph. He's terrible with his information. Okay. Hey, this is the rock. Shut your mouth, jabronis and listen up because this is the rough house podcast with Justin and my least favorite man on the planet. Christoph. And Marty? The preceding presentation was brought to you by The Realm Network. You think you know nuts? I'll show you nuts. Try AJ's nuts. Try my nuts! From fire-roasted peanuts and cashews to paprika-coated almonds and candied pecans, AJ's nuts are the perfect gift for your girlfriend, your bodyguard, your boyfriend ex-boyfriend, your other ex-boyfriend, or your other other ex-boyfriend. Buy my nuts now! AJ's nuts are slow-smoked in small batches by large African men in extraordinarily small outfits. Buy my nuts or I'll murder your family! Once you've tried AJ's nuts, you'll be crazy to eat any other brand. What did you call me? I mean, why did you call me crazy? Why am I crazy? This is a crazy... (laughs) AJ's nuts. Seriously. This chick is goddamn insane. Sold separately or paired with a replica of that abysmal Divas Championship belt.